saying though, Zaddy? You gonna let me come over there and put this pussy on you tomorrow? Um. You know? Oh, what's up, gay nigga? I didn't know you was on the phone. Hey, girl. It's hey. That time of the week. <laughs> what's you, bitch? <laughs> you know, I had to get ready tomorrow, payday. You know, we record every Thursday. Okay. I had to be in line. Mm. Whole tip number one: fuck your nigga when that direct deposit hit. You already know. <laughs> and not a second before. Okay. No, kids you had that overnight bag packed on Thursday. Spend the night. Direct deposit hit was six. Daddy, let's go to breakfast. Daddy. I'm like, I'm like these pregnant bitches out here. You know how they had their little bag ready to go and they just put it in the trunk. So when they're going to labor, yes. they just get in the car. When it's payday, mm, mm, mm. It's, you better believe this pussy is in pristine condition. <laughs> All my good uh, big girl lingerie, I got it tied up in a, a plastic bag from Walmart. <laughs> no, no, no. Let me use the Target bags. The Target bags are actually better. Walmart lately, let me tell you, especially if you go through self-checkout, those bags are so flimsy. I double bag everything. I don't care if I'm buying a loaf of fucking bread. I am double bagging. I ain't got time. Because here's what we're not going to do. Is have some incidents before I get to wherever the fuck I need to get. Well, I can see but what hey, you're y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm laid up here. I feel like I'm on a set of a Trina video. This is my first time laying in the bed and recording. Lies, but Like okay. you. It's Girl. not no lie. You know, I sit in the computer chair like a professional. That's on you. That I be pay, you. I pay good money for this pillow top mattress, okay? And this bed frame, Listen, so. I kind of like this. This is kind of sexy. <laughs> I got my, um, I got this little maxi dress on right now. And my, uh, Church of God flats. This is what I wear around the house. I got these from Target. So I'm looking like somebody's stepmama for real. <laughs> Waiting on your stepdaddy. Licky, 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 licky for an hour. But no. Hey, y'all. Hey. What's up? Uh-oh, they go to police sirens. I wonder, can they hear it? You think your microphone going to pick up on it? No. I hope so. Who cares? That gives us character. <laughs> Give a fuck. <sighs> that wasn't us. That was Dwayne adding them um, sound effects in. Whatever. Look, we true to this. We ain't new to it. So, what um episode is this? Whatever y'all get. If you a dog barking, you hear some niggas outside the window fighting, please disregard. <laughs> <laughs> Did y'all miss us? Did you miss us? We miss y'all. Right, because what was you doing last week? Get into this money being booked. You you know how it is. Oh, and what was you doing to be so booked that you couldn't record? Let's really dive cutting into gla- it. Look, cutting grass with Laura Gavon. Govan, I have to fucking say her name. Cutting <laughs> grass, lawn care. <gasps> lawn care. That's what I've been doing. Child, she need the money. What is she, three million in the hole? Listen, and that crazy nigga. I'm glad she told him, like, look, I ain't got it. I do not have it. 
These so, clothes are stolen. These is the same shoes. These are Marlo clothes. Actually, we just switch back and forth. So, oh my god! Like sometimes I get on her Instagram. I'm just like Laura. Could you not? Don't you have some clothes to Febreze before you take that shit back to Plato's closet for to get some store credit? So you can continue to walk around with your jacket draped on your shoulders, but like you don't put your arms through the sleeves. How do people do that? Them broad ass football player shoulders, that's not <laughs> going nowhere. It's like hanging it up in your closet. I don't like that trend. I don't like it. Like it looks nice on some people. Mm-hmm. But I don't My thing I, is, I don't like it. As a fashion major, if you're gonna do that, buy a cape. Bitch, don't wrap a jacket around your shoulder. Just buy the fucking cape. Like, it's so stupid to me. It's just like... Actually, only people I know that who be too big where they can't zip up their jacket or it's like, it's too small for them to like comfortably put their arms through it so they just throw it over their shoulders to complete the outfit. Can I do that with a windbreaker jacket? (laughs) This um, fall. I'm gonna bring that shit back. (laughs) Can I do it with like... A bubble jacket or like a, a bubble jacket, jacket. Back in the day. Oh god! Yes, I'm gonna do that shit with the uh, throwback baby fat jacket that had the fur around the um the hood part. You know the the official jacket of pregnant I sure do know what you're school. talking about. I you do. already know it. I do. You already know where this is going. That, I'm bringing that back. And all they baby daddies had the rocker wear jackets with the fur around the um hood and they Jabot jeans. <sighs> Just like Boozy say, the race car jacket with about 80 fucking patches with the car to match it. Tony Stewart, that's a classic. <laughs> Look, we coming out with an album sometimes. I'm putting that on our vision board. Y'all gonna buy it? Let us know. Y'all gonna stream it on Apple Music? That shit gonna be on. Ain't gonna be on title. I was gonna say this is gonna be on. Ta-da! <sighs> I wish the fuck it would be on title. Why? Who has that? Listen, why are we talking about t- about title? And I'm just going to connect this to Jay-Z. I got a bone to pick with your motherfucking ass. Me? No, the nigga behind you. Yes, oh. you! <laughs> Don't you ever in your bad red bone bitch life, nigga. Send me another struggle picture like the one you sent me again. That picture with all of those random rappers <laughs> in my bay future. Like, I looked at the picture when I loaded it up on my screen. I mm-hmm. looked at it like I was reading. So, you know how you read from left to right. So, I'm just looking at it like, who's, I would go look at it now, but I think I deleted it. Um... <laughs> Yeah, so I can tell you exactly who it was like Pusha T, Yo Gotti, some nigga that I wasn't sure. I was like, if that was ASAP Ferg, who was that? Um, Buster, a bunch of people, fabulous, and Jay Z was in the middle. I'm like, who is this? Oh, 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 that's Jay Z. I'm so tired of him taking pictures with people. Can y'all please stop taking like selfies and group photos with this nigga? No, 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 he needs to do a selfie. Jay Z is that dude. It's like they can do selfies, but they can't do candid. You a goddamn lie. I don't want to see no fucking selfie with Jay-Z. Ever. He can send me some dick pics. Heard Excuse about that. Me? Ew. Why you want to see that old man dick in your damn um? That shit huge. Okay. 
That I ain't see cute. What it that is like. disgusting. I mean, yeah. I just want to see what it looked like. I just want to see, you know. Ask Maya. Ask Rachel Roy. Speaking of which, her scary ass, scary ass bitch of the week award goes to Rachel Roy for allegedly leaving the the Chick Fil A awards. I don't know some fashion thing they had the other night. <laughs> something I don't care about because I don't have to blog about that anymore. Who God? I think it was like what the CFDA something. Yeah. Look, anytime I see a C and an A together nowadays, I'm thinking about Chick fucking Filet. But you know, Beyonce was presented with an award or something like that, icon, and they said that. Award. Child, the real icon is Tina for dressing Destiny Child all those years like fucking Mexican prostitutes. But anyway. <laughs> and so they say, they be in the rumor mill, that she bounced early because, you know, that whole Becky with the good hair and all of that static and whatever shit. Bitch, you're scary ass. No, no, no. no. You can talk that cash money. Talk it now. The shame was they said she didn't bounce. So they said, oh, Solange is coming too. And that's when she got her ass up and left. They was like, Jay-Z, yeah, because Jay-Z got there. She was still there. Blue got there. She was cool. And then they was like, oh, well, you know. <laughs> I hope so. She would be cool with Blue. Is Blue a shooter now? Like, what's going on? Blue is a smooth five foot eight. Like, I'm not. Have you seen? <sighs> I saw the picture. It was cute. But yeah, Jay-Z up there looking like a deacon in a Baptist church on that picture you sent me. Do not. I was like, why do these niggas look like Paul Bears at Big Mama Funeral? I'm like, when all of your cousins finally get out of jail and Big Mama decides she want to die because everybody free come to the funeral. Nobody get, got locked up. Jay-Z remind me of that old uncle who got like locked up in his prime. And now he's trying to relive his prime youth. Yes. Now that he's back, now that he came back twenty years later. Like uncle, what? why are you in a wife beater and pelly pale <laughs> jeans in the club? We don't do this no more. Uh, Jay Z went in them Don Diva magazines. Like nigga, you used to sell crack in the eighties, and now you just—I don't know. I'm not, I'm not about to sit here and talk about Jay Z for another consecutive episode. I'm not on his payroll. I don't got no playlist on title. I don't know nobody over at Rock Nation. Nobody's sending me bottles or whatever for kind of champagne you say, he probably got. Dush. Uh, whatever. <laughs> Dush. <laughs> it's Duce. I never had Duce. And I probably never will. <sighs> so I'm not just about to sit up here and talk about his ass. But don't you ever in your fucking life send me no shit like that. It's when bad enough every time. Every time a scammer gets exposed on Twitter, you have to ruin my perception of the person. By me? telling me all of these little, little known Black history facts about their <laughs> criminal records. Uh-uh, Listen, I'll just tell y'all this now. Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. Don't get me. No, started. no, no, cousins, cousins. If you are out there making jugs and doing whatever you got to do, scamming people over, this nigga right here gonna find out about it and he gonna tell me. I don't say nothing because y'all know me. I keep it a hundred. I don't, you know, whatever. But we are going to laugh at but- you. We ain't never going to forget. Never, ever. And we not going to forget in the great people of Lipstick Alley. Damn, sure ain't going to forget. Never. <laughs> Every time some, one of y'all fans from Twitter gets exposed for doing something, here come this nigga. Hey, so you heard about your your boy? 
Yo, girl. I'm like, who? I did call you last night on that. It just be so funny. <laughs> oh, you just sent a mug shot and no subject, no nobody nothing in the email, <laughs> nobody, no text in the body, just a mug shot. A Multiple poses. Floor. Let's not. It, let, you know what? I, <laughs> Got you. This 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 is this is gonna be a short podcast because if we continue to talk, baby, everybody' business will be told. <laughs> Chris, you worried about our listeners? Oh, we could we'll get them up. <laughs> get on here, air we telling everybody business. Oh, they'll go up. <laughs> Trust. <laughs> Trust. <laughs> but no. Like I said, I jokes aside, I've been super busy, and I know you have been too, working with our lovely clients, and the majority of you guys come over from the podcast world. Yep. So again, we would just want to show y'all love and appreciation um, for continuing to hit us up. So it's like I've just been really, really busy with that um, because you know, unlike a lot of people who provide the same type of services I do. I tailor fit each client that I work with. I don't believe in like that whole cookie cutter, one size fits all type of, you know, coaching technique and style. This ain't Miss So what what was the name on um, Color Purple? Miss Miss Seely's uh <laughs> pant shop or whatever. Miss Seely's one that, shop pants. Oof. What whatever. Y'all know the damn joke we trying to crack. <laughs> no, no, no. It was like Miss Seely's like shop for people who are sexually fluid or whatever the fuck it was. And that's not what the fuck it was. <laughs> Miss Seely Tranny Trousers. Is that what you're trying to say? Yes. <laughs> no, you're not going to get that here. Okay. You can't get some capris and your man can wear them too. That doesn't happen with my services. <laughs> You know, I was actually At talking all. to you about this earlier because it kind of pissed me off where I had saw it was a coach and everything was vague. They built their whole thing around, oh, we can, they didn't say your brand. Everything was your product. Turn your followers into dollars. Turn this I into hate that. that. Because I my thing is, it's that. like you can't blanketed statement Things like that, because it's like everything is required different. Like the same thing you're teaching when you're doing your blog coaching is not the same thing that I'm doing when I'm doing these retail marketing coaching. Because I don't know if a lot of people know that's like where my bread and butter comes from. And that's what I'm with the school for. But like I help build up retail markets from like digital to e-commerce. I work with brick and mortars like that's what I do. And it's like you can't apply the same thing to every thing you know what I'm saying yeah like all jokes aside as a coach I take what I do very seriously and not only that I expect the absolute same for my clients and again like I just don't believe in cookie cutter formulas at all the coaching that I provide the people I work with is completely unique to their goals their situation 
So, you know, when people just come in and they just say like, oh, give me $500 and I can give you all the keys to success and whatever else. It's like, no, I don't look at the people I work with as dollar signs. That's why I'm only interested in working with people who are going to be willing to be held accountable and that's going to do the work that is required from from them, you know, like to be successful. And Mm -hmm. it's like, if you aren't fully invested in your vision, I am not going to be the right coach from you. Like, period. Because I'm not going to sell you a dream. I'm not going to say like, okay, here are the magic pills. Take them and just walk off into the sunset and everything else. It doesn't go down like that with what I do. Um, yeah. And I have a very straightforward approach. So if you want to hear somebody that's going to lie to you and that's going to bullshit you, don't reach out. Just, I love you the same, but I'm not going to be that person because I can't charge people for information that is floating out there on an internet, number one, that they can really get for free if they were to take the time out to do their own research. But, you know, just having that whole mindset of like, I'm just trying to get money, 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 money off of you. And I don't really care either way if you're, successful at what it is that you're trying to do or not like no not at all um and just going back to what you were saying as far as like these coaches or whoever else whatever they call themselves just telling people like i can give you the foundation of branding and this and that and then you really start to do your homework about what it is that they're teaching you and they just want you to like focus on having a headshot and a logo like no it takes more than that like you need a solid plan you need a strategy strategy is so important like whether you're like trying to launch a new blog or online business you have to take the time out to develop a strategy a strategy is going to provide you with that foundation that you need to achieve your goals it's you know you need a blueprint and it's not hard to get a blueprint if you're working with someone who generally know what they're talking about like i've seen the worksheets i mean i've learned under you first off but second i'm like i've seen your worksheets i've seen your ebooks and everything like your strategy makes sense Because it's market, customer, goals, everything. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm the exact same way. Like, when I'm working with people, I have worksheets. I'd be like, what is your theme? What is your season? What is your category? What is your price point? Right. Demographics, psychological graphics, personality traits. Like, all of these things go into them type of things to have a successful business. What's going to be your brand persona? Um, It's like, if you're trying to launch a new business... Like, of course, your main objective is going to be to have a profit, but you need to understand, like, what's your unique selling point? What's the vision Mm -hmm. that you're going to have for your brand in the future? What's your mission statement? Like, uh, what are your operational objectives? Like, how do you plan on reinvesting money back into your business? Yep. You need to take time out to really ask yourself these questions not only ask them but answer them and really just hone in on developing a plan moving forward i don't care if you're just trying to start a new podcast a youtube channel 
a boutique, whatever it is that you're trying to do, please, guys, take time to develop a strategy. Um, period. And I want to say this, even if you do have a strategy, don't be afraid to reach out to just have someone who's been in a business to dot your T. I mean, dot your I's and cross your T's. Because like this, what made me think of this is one of my clients reached out to me and they was getting really confused about how to trademark something for a clothing line. And it reminded me about the whole British Williams and Drea situation. I don't know if a lot of people, but you know, <laughs> like, I don't yeah. know if people remember this, but Drea has this successful swimsuit line. All of y'all know this. Been doing it for like four or five plus years. She didn't own her. Fine ass girls. Yeah. Fine ass girl and mink, mink, whatever the fuck that shit yeah. is. Skinny Me. girl, swimsuit, whatever the fuck. <laughs> anyway. Did you say T-girls? Skinny girls. Oh, I thought you said T-girls like trans girls. Anyway. <laughs> no. Anyway, she didn't own her federal trademark. So British Oops. looked it up, paid her 40, paid the $45 and she owned it. And like what people don't understand is like the difference between a state trademark and a federal trademark. A state trademark means it's your logo, your brand, whatever. But you can legally sell one item the government recognized that one item to sell more than one item and to sell in a different state, you need a federal trademark. Dre didn't do that. So even though she had this successful business, the fact that British paid that $45, she legally owned the trademark to all of that shit. And could have been like, um, girl, this is my stuff now. Like you, I can sue you. And like, yeah, they worked it out and everything, but that's just a prime example of that's not going to always happen. Yep. That can be a prime example of, yeah, you out here making your money, but your legal stuff ain't together. It ain't no different when these rappers be getting shitted out of in the 90s and mm-hmm. wasn't getting no residuals. It is what it is. Like, really take time out to to link up with somebody. And even if you can't pay for my services or the next person's services or whatever, there are so many websites out there that provide digital mentorship for free. Like one of them being, I always tell clients about a uh, clients about is Levo. That's L E V O dot com. It's mostly kind of geared towards women, but you know, guys can check it out too. Mm-hmm. And they have a series called Office Hours as video, and you can go in and like listen to other women who are from just. CEOs and lawyers and people who have their own businesses and everything else, like giving jewels and gems and insight about, you know, the things that they wish someone would have told them along their journey or they wish they would have shared with them. Um, Because that's essentially what I do. Anytime that I can help you, you know, uh, prevent you from going down a path that I knew was a huge headache for me. I'm here to help you do that. Like, I'll never forget one of the first major advertisers I had for Crunktastical back in the day was um, a film company who was trying to buy advertisements for an upcoming movie or whatever. Mm -hmm. And they, you know, wanted to have my media kit and know like, oh, what my rates and all of this stuff was. I did not have that shit ready. So, like, I had to throw something together at the 25th hour. And, yeah, I was able to secure a contract. But it was like, if I would have had all of my ducks in a row, 
you know, I just could have had got that over to them immediately. So it's like, yeah, I stayed up all night long to get it done or whatever. But, you know, it's just certain things like that. I wish I would have known going into blogging and and looking to generate a profit aside from just the traditional ways of advertising what I was doing um, that, you know, if if you, you you do better when you know better. And I didn't know, you know, about like, okay, you need to have a media kit together. You need to have certain mm-hmm. things um, in, in order in those super early days because in a lot of ways, I didn't have a mentor. I didn't have somebody that I could go to. Like, we really had each other. Um, right. and, and with blogging, if, if I had a question, I know I could reach out to Angel from Concrete Loop. Or like I I know people give this woman hell or whatever, but even with Sandra Rose, Sandra Rose was cool. I ain't got nothing to say about that lady right about now or whatever else like that. Like I'm not here to bash her or nothing. But like even with her being a, an established photographer or whatever, when it came to like the conversation of photo licenses and things like that, she helped me out in the early days. As far as like understanding that, hey, you know, this is a business if you want an actual license to obtain photos like I, you know i hope you're doing it the right way so nothing happens to your site and whatever else um it's just a lot of things like we helped each other if one person heard about an opportunity or was like um you know that the bet awards are coming up and like they have the site ready for you to sign up for your press credentials like did you already hear about that did you sign up or whatever like we kept each other informed I'm not a, a super active blogger nowadays, so I don't know what the community is like and if people have those type of relationships. But, you know, I highly doubt it. <laughs> and a lot of people nowadays, they feel like, well, we figured it out on our own, so y'all need to figure it out. And I can't admit, I was like that for a while because I was just like, nobody gave us a blueprint. We just got it together. But, you know, that's keeping where we are just stagnant you know what i'm saying like Mm -hmm. i feel like that's why when maybe around 2012 2013 like the youtube kids they shot past all of the bloggers because they worked together they would have all of their little like collabs and things like that um because it just got to a point where a lot of bloggers lost sight of that not not to toot my own horn but i never fell out with anybody you know what i'm saying like Mm -hmm. I pretty much kept all of my relationships really solid and I have throughout the years or whatever, but you had like this influx that everybody starts seeing the, the success of vloggers, you know, and everybody wanted a piece of the action and so many new people came in, but they didn't have any direction. And then the people who came in with me, you know, a lot of them, I can't speak for them, but I would assume like they felt like, okay, well, I'm established. I'm good. I'm not here to give away the game for free. Like y'all get it how you live and you figure it out. And I, you say at the same kind of stance and I would always go on my little, not, I don't really consider them to be rants, but I would just speak my opinion or whatever on Twitter. And I just got tired of like feeling like, okay, I'm talking about a problem that I know people need help with, but I'm not providing any real push behind it. Like, so you can't be mad at somebody for not knowing that, hey, 
you should be asking these companies like when they reach out to you well do you have a budget for advertising i can really work with you blah say blah versus just accepting free stuff if nobody ever sat you down and had that conversation about bartering and how you know it's they're benefiting more than you and just giving you game if, if you know no one's ever taking that time out i can't be mad at you for not knowing that um and there's so many other just elements of having a successful brand and blog and everything else that unless you just have time to really just dig into all of the resources that are available and read all of these books, watch all of these seminars and webinars and go to all of these events, you're just not going to know unless, you know, you have someone that can guide you through that process. Um, and I'm not trying to come across like I'm the, a know-it-all and everything else when it comes to uh, blogging and, and generating income online and having a, a super successful brand. But I've been around for over a decade online and I did not know anybody coming in. I did not know a soul and I made it work and I figured it out. And so that's why I'm here to help instead of hurt. Like nobody want to complain an ass person. Complaining can only get you by so far. You know, it's like getting, put some action behind your shit. So that's what I'm here to do. And I'm kind of, you know, yeah, I mean, (laughs) I do know what you're saying because I'm the exact same way. My only problem is I hate when people don't want to take constructive criticism. Like if you're reaching out to me and I'm helping you, I'm not going to say something just to be rude or whatever whatever because like i had one client where i i was just hired to do their marketing and that's what i did for a month like improve their social media impressions facebook was popping twitter was popping but their products were dated and you know i was trying to explain to them like i can market you know i could sell water to a polar bear all that whatever the damn saying is ice to a polar bear whatever but it's like if you just trying to get Popping, you need to bring me on to help you do your trend analysis or your color story or help you reach these niche markets you're not thinking of. Like uh, I just told this brick and mortar store that in, that I work with, it's like gay niggas, it's pride season. So if you throw some- <laughs> Gay niggas. <laughs> no, at the end of the day, it's gay no, niggas It's I'm gay niggas about, like, So- Somebody writing a, a white sheet. What's your ideal client? Gay niggas. <laughs> I mean, that's true. Like you can put that stuff down, but it's like, so, if, so I told them, I said, if you throw some colorful like jerseys and colorful t-shirts and stuff in your mix, they're going to come in and they're going to buy that. And then I say this also active wear season because a trend is all these superhero movies. Everybody wants to be active. Like Beyonce dropped one, Balmain dropped one, Kanye dropped one, Rihanna dropped one. And when I did I'm about that, to drop one too. It's not hard. Exactly. Everybody want to sell stretch dresses <laughs> and polyester blazers and shit. No, like <sighs> this is what people are looking for. And when I told him that his profits, they doubled for the month. It's so, like people. It's OK if you need help with focus. So many people have a vision for their success, but they don't have any focus. So yep. it's like. Let's say you're trying to set a new goal for, you know, social media or whatever. It's not enough to say, oh, I want more followers on Instagram. You need a measurable objective, okay? Have the goal of reaching 500 new followers by the end of July 
2016, that gives you more of a yardstick to measure your success, you know, and that gives you focus on your strategy. It's just, it's so many different elements that we can go on and on and on about this podcast, but y'all don't tune in for this. And again, this is what we do. So we, <laughs> the game is to be sold, not to be told. Mm-hmm. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, it's just like, sometimes I feel like when people hear about coaches and people offering services or whatever, they kind of group everybody in the same category as like, oh, you're just trying to get paid off of people and whatever else like that. And it's like, no, we really are invested in our clients and their success and being a part of their journey and helping as much as we can because a retweet can go a long way. A cosign can go a long way. Like, I'm not one of those people that sit and always brag about my resume or whatever, but I have put people on. Ask about me. I feel like one of them niggas on a reality show. Google me. <laughs> I know the power of a, co- of a cosign because I was put on by somebody cosigning me and believing in me. So it's not to sit back and to feel like they owe me a part of their success. They don't owe me shit. They put in the work. They continue to do whatever. Um, but it's a wonderful feeling to know that I help somebody. And it came from an honest place. And that's where people get a lot of things fucked up about me. Um, they think they either think that I'm not doing anything or whatever, but you don't, you're not with me all the time. So you don't know exactly what I'm doing. And what your objective is, as far as like what you do with your online platform or what you do, you know, with the attention that you're being given is totally different than mine. So worry about yourself. And I've had to check plenty of people throughout the years about that because yep. like I don't live for attention and, and accolades and to be on lists and whatever else that doesn't benefit me. I live for people who have a vision because I had one when I started in 2005 when I was tell my brother who was in the, uh, in the military at the time. And I was just like, look, I don't know exactly how I'm going to do it, but I know the next big thing is like the online world. And so I'm going to stick with this. And he would just tell me, do it. You can do it. And I did it and I stuck with it or whatever. So, you know, and it changed my life. Period. I've seen so many different places and met some like people. I, I wouldn't say idolize. I don't idolize shit, but (laughs) you know, people I would never expect to have, met and have any contact and and had all of these different things. I never would expect that I would write for a television show or be involved in TV production or write for like magazines I grew up reading. Have my own column with Double XL at 20. I was 20 years old. So again, I'm not here to brag or do whatever, but I just understand like how exciting it is to have a vision and all you need is for a lot of times one other person to get it. And unfortunately, sometimes you may be in a situation where nobody is going to get it. Or you just may not have someone that, you know, that's in your circle who can 
pat you on the back and, you know, push you towards whatever, because everybody's mm-hmm. not going to get your vision. That's why it's your vision. God or whoever it is that you believe in didn't give it to everybody. He gave it to you. So I know my parents was like, what the fuck is this girl doing with her life <laughs> or whatever? But once that money started rolling in, it was like, okay, whatever. Yeah, I'm like, the so. exact same. I was in the exact same boat. Like when I graduated, I didn't go straight into a job because I don't work well with having a boss. Like, it's just not my personality because I'm one of them people like, you tell me how to do something one time, I know how to do it. Don't micromanage me because I feel like you insulted my intelligence and I take it personal. Yeah, no, can't do that. You know what I'm saying? So like, I dipped off. I went back into my styling. I went back to working with individual brands and then even with like my blogging and all the other stuff, there've been times when my mama would be like, you just sit on your ass all day. I'd be like, okay. But have I asked you for a dollar in the last three years? She'd be like, got me. Car paid. Everything paid. So you must be doing something. Because again, everybody's not going to understand the vision. And that's why it makes me so happy and excited when I can help someone. And I can see like, Okay, let's talk about the goals that you have for your brand. And it's it's coming from a real genuine place because, like, I've been there. Like, I forecasted, like, what I wanted to do. And um, and I remember having a lot of these conversations. And, again, like, the blogger community was so, like, it was tighter because, I mean, we didn't really have social media like that. So if you wanted to kind of reach out to somebody, it was almost like cold calling. Mm-hmm. But you just kind of send them an email or leave a comment. But a lot of us would talk on instant messenger and we would just talk about like all of our plans and like how we, you know, the visions that we had and how cool it would be to do this or that or whatever else. And I can't speak for a lot of people, but for myself, I didn't have anyone that I could go to in my family or even in my own community and like share war stories or share like my frustrations with uh, like maybe if an ad network was a month late paying us or like why why can't I get coverage to this event or what's going on or how should I do this or that I didn't have anybody to like vent to or like so you know kind of share that journey with physically like around my area or whatever like, I couldn't just go to your house or do whatever so it was like such a relief when you could find people who were like minded and sometimes all you really need is a conversation. You just need to feel like I'm not crazy. I'm not crazy for wanting to have a goal in mind that may seem far-fetched to some, but I know I can achieve because, you know, it it could be like that. So, again, you know, we're not going to turn this into a whole business power lunch hour podcast. Yeah, you know, let's get back to the cool whatever. shit because I feel Bring like... Bring the beat in. Yeah, because, you know, <laughs> we know y'all didn't tune in for that, but we just had to have that dead. No, no, no. You tune in to whatever the fuck we talking about. No shade, but... <laughs> true. Here's but what true. y'all not going to do. Have is... Any power panel real quick. Listen, what y'all not going to do is ever feel like you can dictate what we going to talk about, but we love you still. <laughs> love you to death. <laughs> love y'all. Coach me up fresh at gmail.com. Hit that link in my bio. 
<laughs> fill out the form, be in touch with you. Um, yeah, but we just wanted to, you know, just kind of take a little moment to to talk to you guys. Even if you don't reach out to us for coaching or we never get the opportunity to work together one-on-one with you, continue to strive towards your goals and your visions. Like, fuck people, okay? If they and don't I- get it, they don't get it. You worry really... about. Oh, go, go ahead. ahead. I didn't mean to cut you off. I was just saying this rant generally came from me being frustrated seeing someone jugging y'all with this coaching stuff and me talking to you. Listen, we talk all the time because sometimes I log on to other people's sites or whatever. Mm-hmm, I need to see what the competitors are doing. That's something you need to be doing too. Yep. But do your SWOT analysis. But, <laughs> like, and I would see the most outrageous. I'm, I'm not charging somebody 800, 900. T- Let me tell you, I thousand, literally, like, I was on someone's site last night, you know, Becky with the good hair or whatever, who offered the same stuff I offered. No college degree, no retail background. Like, she just has a cute site. Yes, you can get an hour long consultation for $950. Listen, no, that ain't shit. Face. This one girl, she wanted like fifteen hundred. Who are you for some fucking for some printables? And sometimes I'm like, <laughs> and people don't want to pay my price point. Okay, okay first off, <laughs> my college education a three hour uh, a three credit hour semester long class is just eight hundred dollars, and I went to the number one journalism school in number five. Fast school in America, eight hundred dollars a semester. So, ain't nobody paying that. You know, I'm not. I'm not even gonna make it turn into a conversation about money or whatever because I understand people. Everybody ain't got it or whatever. But sometimes I'm just like, y'all can't be serious. And that's when I see what people are charging. I'm not mad at people, you know, for having bills. We all have them and whatever else, and they may not be able to afford certain services and people. But as a coach. I am not, I don't feel comfortable charging people $1,300. Like, I understand the need to turn a profit and do all this other stuff or whatever. But listen, like, I am not fucking raping people for their money at all. And this is like, what are you doing that's so great? Okay, you got your little PDFs. (laughs) You got your little printables. Are you giving a sex show? Like, are you... Uh, You're doing... Really, what they could do on their own, no shade, but you know, and it's just like it, it it blows my fucking mind, and everybody's just like, oh, I make money, I make all of these thousands of dollars and whatever else. I have too much of like a conscience, and I'm I have too many morals and whatever else, and I would feel too guilty to be like, you know, Romy, Romy, thirteen hundred dollars for a month worth of my services like no so that being said don't forget we are offering affordable advertising directly to all our custom cousins um for the podcast and it even like it sends beyond that so you know be sure to contact us for more information we know y'all got student loans y'all got child support payments birthday bash <laughs> pride look isn't it next week? We get Birthday it. So I'll be there. <laughs> Come see me. So just hit us up and, you know, 
we can work with you now. You come with five dollars. No. Child, you <laughs> but, can get one of these. I might let you get a free. I might sell you a printable for five dollars, but you ain't getting no coaching. Oh. So whatever, but let's get into this uh chambermaid news so we can breeze through this shit. Let me sit my four loco real quick, get my energy back up. <sighs> People just gotta understand this is like a business, like period, what we do. We we love a good key key. We love a good eye roll about what y'all faves out here doing, but it's so much that we actually are interested in that does not have shit to do with the things we actually talk about. You dig? Hello? Like, what the fuck, nigga? I'm sorry, my... I'm sorry! Anyhow... Get your shit together. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway... Go on back to Laura Govan, whatever the fuck. I know you heard Gilbert's Arenas talking shit about those kids. Him and her, them kids. <sighs> but for those, I'm sorry, I got this retainer in my mouth trying to get these perfect teeth. It got me stuttering. For those who get don't know. Get it together, know, Kelly Price. Don't you ever in your fucking life call me <laughs> fucking Kelly Price. You know what? You can do the rest of the podcast by your damn self. I don't need you. You can be replaced. So for those of you that don't know, what are you going to say? Let me just fill in the blanks. Um, Gilbert Arenas, don't get cute. Go ahead and get you some shine. <laughs> you can continue. <sighs> Gilbert Arena and Laura Govan have finally ended their long sought out battle in court. And she was ordered Thank to pay God. him. Yeah. You know, they've been in court for like two, three years. She was ordered to pay all his lawyer fees and $3 million. Back to money. Listen, I have no idea. So to get back at him, she put one of her stunt moves and she leaked audio of where he was going off on her. And, you know, she was just like, I don't care about you baiting him pretty much. I don't care about you. I'm Laura Govan, the mother of four. You can tell she was baiting. He's like, fuck that case. And then she's like, you need to be a bed daddy. Fuck them kids. Fuck that case. Fuck everything. So people are running with this audio. But like he said on Instagram, the audio is a year and a half old. And even the judge can tell that she kind of baited him into saying fuck them kids just to make herself look better. And he put all her business out there talking about she's a horrible person because she's been through 20 nannies in the last year. Her own family don't like her. If you go on her brother's Instagram. They got family pictures. She ain't in none of them. She said her daddy said he only fuck with her because that's his daughter, but she's an evil spirit. Um, what else did he say about her? And then he showed text messages where like she tells the kids like, hey, daddy, I miss you. Mommy said you have to send us money for us to come visit you because she don't got it. Where it's like she uses the kids to get money on him. Pretty much she a fucked up individual and he's fed the fuck up. Well, one thing about this nigga is this. I understand all of that. But can you please stop acting like a whole-ass nigga on social media by telling all of your goddamn business? You have children, my dude. Four. Protect them. Protect them. Like, you're their father and she's their mother. Like, okay. It's bad enough that they are experiencing this in their private life or whatever, but I can only imagine how children are these days at school and whatever else. Stop being messy for the sake of being fucking messy. Let it go. 
go. Don't you got some sports in the watch? Like, I understand you retired or whatever. Like, you like guns, right? Go to the gun range. Go shoot. Like, <laughs> he should be coaching. Go shoot with, with Kim and Kwani Mama. Shut the hell up. Because what they thought or whatever was that the all four of the kids do love playing basketball. So I feel like you should be being a coach. Maybe you should be coaching your four kids on how to excel in their game. Cause he, cause it's one so he, much other shit you can be doing. Take up gardening, like take up interior decorating. What do retired basketball players do that don't make it on ESPN? I don't know. Fuck white bitches. <laughs> and be happy. I don't know. Do crack like Lamar Odom. Listen. Lamar Odom is back on that shit, y'all. I mean, he never got off, probably. <laughs> but you know how the Kardashians like to give things spin. Girl, he's back doing it in the open, means. is what you're saying. Right. You're putting in the means for a nigga to get clean. Are you serious? Um, yeah. Let me tell you, I wish back I was a dope party. dealer in LA. Between him and Orlando Brown, I'd be making so much money right now. I've said that so many times on Twitter. I wish I was serving both of them. I've said this so many times and I truly mean it. I fuck culture. You wouldn't hear nothing from me. You think I go missing now on social media. <laughs> I delete all my stuff. I'll Look, y'all don't got to catch me in the middle of a scam. Y'all don't have to catch me. Um, doing shit. I ain't got no business doing getting locked up for it. Then my account get deleted. I'll just delete it. <laughs> Never to be seen or heard ever again. Catch you how they caught Karen King at the club randomly minding her business. <laughs> no. What's dude, uh, I want to say Dave Letterman or whatever, like once he was done with the show and somebody randomly saw him on the street and he had like a full beard and stuff, like he yeah. was like a whole different person. That would be me. That's low-key kind of how I am now to a certain extent. Like but. I was just telling you about the little dude, Russell, what's his name? The little the gay Fitness Russell dude. Simmons. Not Russell, Russell Simmons. Simmons. <laughs> Not Russell Simmons. Same thing. Same thing. Because <laughs> I keep calling him Russell Wilson. That ain't his name either. Richard. Russell. Richard. Richard. Richard Simmons. Richard Simmons. R- yeah. Because like. Russell Simmons. Richard Simmons. Same fucking thing. Same Sorry, thing. Chris. We know that's your partner, but whatever. You <laughs> co-write them books. Not us. <laughs> anyway. <Continue. laughs> they just They keep bothering him. He was just in the National Enquirer. They just say he had a accidental drug overdose. Now they're trying to say he's transitioning to a woman. I think they say his woman name was Diane. And that nigga released a statement. He was like, I am right here in my house minding my business like I do every other day. Leave me alone. <laughs> Could you that, mind yours? That cracked me up. He didn't say. He said, I am right here in my house. That's what cracked me the fuck up. Like, I don't leave the house. I don't leave me alone. Look, I'm retired. Okay. He said, try I'm retired from going outside. Don't try me. Hello? <sighs> Mm-mm-mm. Well, Lamar Odom, I mean, people forget, like, even when he was, like, a relatively new player in the league with the NBA or whatever, like, this nigga used to get caught smoking weed all the time. He used to stay failing drugs. So it's like, you know, I know a lot of y'all don't consider weed as a drug and whatever else, but he's... A drug is a drug at the end of the day. He's He struggled throughout his life with things. And speaking of people that struggled, I really hope that Keisha K or K or what Keloid, whatever your name is, 
is not exploiting Gucci Man and his sobriety because I don't know if you follow them on Snapchat, but I do. And it's just like, okay, I'm glad that the WAP is back just as much as the next person, but mm-hmm. girl, you are doing a lot. A lot right now. Like, we don't, I don't want to see his plaques that he got from doing a, a verse on a ludicrous album and all this other stuff. Like, you know, some of the videos that she posts are like cute. It's like, oh, look at Gucci in the kitchen cooking, sauteing chicken and mushrooms. Like, okay, thanks. But I don't know. I, I I really hope it's coming from a genuine place. Like, I know you held him down and we love you for it. You kept us updated when he was locked up and everything else. And to, to her credit, she was rocking with him for a long time. Because um, I remember, like, the first time I met her was some mm-hmm. years ago. And, and she was really holding him down then. But bring it, bring it on down. No, like I feel you. like she on that Black China, Rob Kardashian stuff. Like, I don't like Bring that from people down. I follow on Snapchat. Like, one of my people to follow on Snapchat is Future, because all that nigga do is he be playing with his kids. Yes, surprise, surprise, he actually does see his kids. He always have Baby Future and Prince and that oldest one. So I don't know where all this. He don't see his kids. She come from. He be in a strip club. He be in the studio. Or he be with Shekinah getting his hair twisted. Like, here's the best Snapchat ever. It cracks me up. Yeah, his Snapchat is cute. But Keisha, watch it, girl. I got my eye on you. Don't let me catch you in traffic. (laughs) Come, come. But if you can keep Gucci clean, which hopefully, I hope he does remain clean. I don't know this shit with him and Drake. I didn't listen to the song. I'm not going to listen to the song. Don't tell me about the song. It ain't no worse better than a damn song with Kanye West and all them other. I ain't listening to that. It was, but trash. my thing is, it's like oh, I understand. Like, bruh, get all of the looks that you can because you deserve it, and they all gonna bring attention to what you got going on and your name and whatever else. I can, I can get that, but us real fans, like trap house fans. Hard to Kill fans, Free Brits fans, we just gonna wait, and hopefully we are not disappointed. We just gonna, we just gonna wait. Cause let me find out if this his little like future honest era. I'm gonna be disappointed. I'm not here for it. He better. If that nigga gonna be look, on the beach, if I gotta be, no, if I gotta be the bitch, he push out the car the next time. I would, I take one for the team, <laughs> for the sake of his art. If he gotta push me out of a moving vehicle, so be it. I'll go down in the books for mine. Let me tell you, if I got to walk up to him and me and him going to square up in the middle of the mall, so be I'll it. I'll do it. I'll do what I got to do. I'll take them penitentiary chances because you know what? I need some heat for this summer. I am 31. I don't got time to be listening to these new niggas that was like born in 1992. Like, if you're not Metro <laughs> Boomin, I really don't care. Like, I don't, I don't want... I have too much on my plate to try to learn about new artists. I don't even know what these people look like. I don't know who Bryson Tiller is. The only Bryson I know is it's Peebo Bryson. Like, <laughs> I don't know him. <laughs> I'm 31. I was born in 1985. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I don't know how he looks. I don't know what a party next door is. Somebody said, I was like, what the fuck? Who? I said, is that a group? Is that like LMFAO? <laughs> And the thing is, like, I best with a young dude, and he'd be like, 
oh, I don't listen to such and such. I'm on that Drake. I was like, this is grounds for me to stop messing with you. For real. Like, it is I don't know what the fucking Kilani is. I don't no. I don't listen to Janae Eco, Echo, Ankle. I don't even know how to say these people's names. Like, I but one thing about me, I'm not a hater. I'm not one of these people that's just like, that's not real music. I come from the era of real music. That, that I'm not one of those people. I just stick to what I'm familiar with. And like, you know, if somebody new comes along and I kind of get wind of their stuff, it's like, oh, okay, that's cool. But I think a lot of that also has to do with like, I don't go out all the time. Like I don't go clubbing as much as I used to. And you do hear a lot of new music and things like that in the club. But like, I don't go to the club. I don't listen to the radio. Um, A lot of my younger cousins are like now growing up. And so they've kind of moved and they're in college and in the military doing whatever. And they used to be my pipeline into like, what's new? What's going on? Um, you're not missing like No, let me tell you, you're not missing shit because my brother is 17 and he be putting me on the news. I be like, this is garbage. I be like, I can't handle all this noise and all this yelling and all this. I don't like that. It ain't you. Music is just trash. Like the last little young dude I was talking to, I'm always talking about, I had to dump him because we was in a car. You know, Webby just dropped Savage Life 5. So I was jamming. I go in the gas station and give me a little snack. I come back out. He turned Savage Life off to put on fucking Drake one dance. I was fed the fuck up. Like, don't. I don't even know what that is. So I, like, I heard a Drake song at the gas station because this other boy is playing it loud. Now it's the only time I've heard it. Um, but you're not going to turn off Webby to put on Drake in my presence. I don't fuck with you. You, you the feds. Like, that's, mm-mm. It's like, again, like, I'm, I'm one of those people, like, your tastes are your taste. So if you like something, I'm not going to say, like, oh, you should like whatever because it's trash. I, I, I'm not one of those rap genius niggas from Twitter. Like, you can like whatever you want to like or whatever. I just know what works for me. So here's what you're not going to do. It's try to tell me about my taste. And I'm not going to tell you about yours. But I just stay in my lane, man. And I don't know if that has anything to do with age or whatever. But I'm just like, I'm too old for this shit. It's so much. I feel like that now. Like, I just see something. I'm just too old. I don't care. Which is why it blows my mind. You caring king bitches of the world. Like, I can't wait to be old and stuff. Why could just wear me a nice little <laughs> flowy gown, a muumuu or something and just call it a day. And... I don't have to wear jumpsuits and bad bitch outfits looking like I'm going on tour at Trina and having to keep up with appearances because it's like, you know, of course I'm not going to let myself go, but I'm just, I'm just not going to be like that. Cause that blew my mind when I was watching her little talk show, but we'll talk more about that later. Um, did you watch Roots? No. Why would you ask me a dumbass question like that? I have I not tried seen... to watch it. Why? Have you watched the original Roots? No. I've never seen... I don't know what year that came out. I've never seen the original Roots. I'm not going to watch this Roots. My thing was Slave. I just know, like, little lines. I don't even know that because it's like, like I tell people all the time, I don't have a whole family. Like, my grandma is a grandma's age. Like, she sharecropped in Mississippi. She remembers... Like, she has memories of family members being slaves. So I've asked my questions and went about my business. Like I don't like these slave-ass movies. That shit don't entertain me. Well, you are right in the same boat with Snoop Dogg because this nigga went off on an epic rant on his Instagram about the remake of Roots of whatever. He was just basically saying that, like, you know, tired of all these slave-ass movies. 
um we have more to offer in the story of our history than just being slaves and i'm over it or whatever um i can see both sides of the coin i can understand like the significance that a roots remake could bring to a lot of people's lives and blah blah and to its credit to to their credit like the 12 minutes that i did watch Mm-hmm. It was good acting. It was, you know, it was on point. It just wasn't for me. Like I, we talked about this before. Like I struggled to watch Twelve Years a Slave. Like I, I don't do well with those type of movies. I don't know if it's because my attention span is really just like I just want to see some action or whatever. But I, I just turn it off like after a while. Um, and go I on just about my have day. Come to terms. I have come to terms a long time ago that. I'm black in America. I know my roots. I know the black struggle. I know all that shit. So I don't really, you bringing it up again, it don't do shit for me. I just be like, oh girl, whatever. Now, if you want to pique my attention, I feel like if you want to present historical facts, I feel like they should do it in a comedic way. Like I had this idea, they should make like a civil rights Instagram account where it's just like parody. That way you introduce people like you can have like, Look at Josephine Baker and her fashion over dress. Then you'll That's have people this, that would work. <laughs> that shit would not work. It would work from the standpoint of like if you just want to be entertained and laugh at some inappropriate shit. You would be surprised. It's not going to work. Like, I got to stop get- you. That. <laughs> that bullshit ain't going to work. It would work for laughs. It would work in the scope of like a Chappelle show skit, some shit for adults. You know? But as far as like, Seeking to educate people. No, nah, nigga, no. Nah, but I'll give you some laughs off. Could you imagine, though? That would be everything. You'd have Nia Simone on there. Oh, late again, like Lauren Hill. Them type of posts. I would die. <sighs> Malcolm X doing eggplant fried. That'd be a cute Tumblr. Like, we don't need a fucking show about that. <laughs> <laughs> the niggas be knocking on each other windows at night. You up? This ain't the Ku Klux Klan. It's me, girl. Open the door. <laughs> Rather it's me waking you up in the middle of the night than a firebomb or a burning cross in your yard. You acting like you can't call a nigga no more. I'm here for that. But it's not going to uh, teach me anything. It's not going to provide an educational moment. <laughs> but it would bring educational figures to the forefront. It would get a conversation oh started. But like you said, you preached on earlier. It's my vision, not your vision. So it is what Child, it is. you can go ahead with that Donald Trump ass vision if you want to. <laughs> Black people already look, are viewed as fucked up <laughs> individuals in this country anyway. That work well in Donald Trump's America, but not in mine. But I would laugh at it if it was a Chappelle show skit all day. I won't put you in touch with the people over at Adult Swim. Maybe y'all can talk about this idea. Hey, more money. Hey. You know, Could I you got, imagine? you know I got plugs. Let's get you some money. Coretta <laughs> Scott doing comment creeping. I see you, Rosa Parks. I see you all. Emojis. Eye emojis. <laughs> she put the cherry emoji since you love to sit so fucking much. I would die. <sighs> Let me quit giving away ideas so for free. Mess. Watch me log on to Instagram next week and it's going to be a whole page. Oh, you know how people like to do you. And that's an yeah. inside shade for you. Come, come. But anyway, Kelly Price, unsung episode. A lot of people been hitting me up on Instagram, not Instagram, but Twitter about this. I missed it. I I had every intention of trying to watch it this morning, but I was like, oh, I got better shit to do with my day. 
Um, so I just didn't watch it, but it was everything. Briefly, give me some highlights. Um, screw up, broke as fuck, like living in the car. Um, she got pregnant when she was eight. What kind of car? Probably like a was it a Regal? Probably I don't know (laughs) old people car. Yeah, probably something like that. A Cutlass. Um, you know, her big ass didn't fig no damn cutlass. I don't know. She, what was hot? Well, it was That's why I said it. <laughs> you don't know your cars. <laughs> what was hot in the 60s and the 70s? I don't know. She didn't say what type of car she, she was in. I would assume. Cutlass got more than enough goddamn um, backseat room for Kelly Price. Fuck is you saying? She can fit in there. <laughs> And this throwback Kelly Price, so she was like still big, but not as big. She could definitely fit inside a cutlass. This is like Riley Bird's growing up Kelly Price size, but yeah. it was. Um, and then she got pregnant at eighteen by a high school sweetheart. That's she ended up marrying. They didn't mention it's an unsung, but I knew of this. He has like all these outside kids. He stayed cheating on her all his life. Oh, they still together. To she just left him last year. But I, but I think it's because both the kids are now 18, so I think it's one of them. Yeah. We left, not a y'all went to college or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Her and her sister's son background for Mariah Carey, and then it led to her ghostwriting and doing all that shit with Bad Boy and everything. And then she talked about how, like, Ron Isley gave her her first big break, and she talked about being fat in the industry. And it wasn't really salacious. She left out all the salacious stuff. Because it's unsung, like her, like her coming to McDonald's and ordering food. Yes, and her at the at the her weight loss surgery. <laughs> that well, I think she had surgery. I think she lost weight the right way. Let me not say that. That and then they ain't talk about like her showing her ass at CVS. I'm surprised I ain't tell you about that before. And um, yeah, I mean it was a cute episode. She talked about her time on R&B Divas, but she segued to life when she was molested as a child. Oh God! I don't. I'm, thank you for saving me the episode. I got better shit I can watch. I got a first forty-eight episode I can be looking at. Um, and it was my cute. To but I laughed some, more at um, her property brothers. I laughed more at her discography. I mean, her videography because I forgot she was always playing the "I'm the big bitch that can take your man," but not in real life. Like I forgot that Vivica A. Fox was in the "As We Lay" video and she was playing a part of "I Got Your Husband." And then they yeah. played the You Should Have Told Me video with T.O. Look, if they're not showing in the video it's her bacon, macaroni, and cheese and buying niggas Air Force Ones, it's not a true depiction. Don't believe it. The best part of that You Should Have Told Me video, Terrell Owens at the end. Hi, I'm Terrell. What's a big, fine woman like you doing? <laughs> da, 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 da. Like, nigga, you know, you clearly want to go flip her income tax. <laughs> What's your and big ass doing walking down the street? You know you tired of being in this heat, girl. Get in this car. No, the best part of it was her throwing that big ass treadmill off the balcony. That's some she-hulk girl, shit. Let me go nose deep in that pussy so you can pay my child support. You catch me up on my payments. You know I'm I'm in arrears for $5.2 million to all these women. Let me dive in that. Do you usually watch Unsung, though? Not for real. I love Unsung. Donnell Jones episode was a good episode. Ooh, say what, say what, say what? I had to do it. You know that I like you, baby. Mm-hmm. 
That nigga was a drunk. He ain't shit, nigga. Join the club. That nigga got his first baby mama. He had like six kids with her, dumped her ass, and married some little light-skinned hoe. He ain't shit, nigga. And those are the dreams that Tyler Perry plays are made of. Any fucking way. Moving along. Because I'm not trying to be here all night. Like I said, tomorrow is Friday. I got money to collect from stepdaddy. So, Love and Hip Hop Atlanta was a lot going on um, this week. Scrap, Deleon, a.k.a. AKA Bell Pepper Nose. Um, oh, finally, I guess... Well, not really surrendered, but, you know, Reported he's going to find jail. out what his sentencing is going to be. And that was like uber dramatic. Like, I don't see so many people turn themselves in and, and go through that whole process in my lifetime. So, you know, Who I can? feel like a prayer is good enough. Like, that should suffice. We straight. We don't need all of this. These niggas act like it's outside of a Baptist church funeral. Like, let's give it up. Um, It's just. For me, that wasn't the highlight of the episode. The highlight was fucking. I'm I'm tired of this bitch. I'm tired of D. Smith. I want you to go away. It has nothing to do with you being in, you know, making that transition from manhood to womanhood. It has everything to do with you being a draining bitch. You have nothing going on other than drama and everything else. Like I'm never gonna be a person that takes away someone's talent and whatever else that they have going on. Because mm-hmm. I don't care for their character. But bitch, go, leave. Like, you are so desperate for a storyline. Understand this. And that whole, like, walk a homophobic, walk a this, walk a that, walk a walk a walk a walk. <laughs> like, <laughs> just because someone doesn't agree with your opinion or your point of view, that doesn't necessarily make them homophobic, okay? Honey, he can have his opinion, you can have your opinion. If anything, use it as a teachable moment. Use it as a moment where you can educate and relieve him of his ignorance. If you perceive it as being ignorant, like, this is your time where you can talk to him and let him know this is what it is, this is how your comments affect people in my community, blah, 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 blah. And he may look at it like, I didn't know I was hurting people. I'm sorry. I can understand where you're coming from. He may have that type of reaction. He may not. But at the end of the damn day, you trying to impress a motherfucker named Waka Flocka Flint? Like, what? Who would care? I wouldn't care what this nigga had to say about me. Like, why are you so pressed? Do you want a nigga to be choosing up on you? Because that's what it's coming across as. Like, you more in your feelings. Because he's like, nah, I would never fuck with nobody like you. Versus then, like, whatever else. I just feel like it's more of like a storyline thing because like that's so like that's obvious that goes without like, saying. So, you're so trans um, phobic or whatever, but she was cracking all them Bambi is a man joke. So it's like it don't work the way it I don't fucking like. work like that. And it feel like you can call Tammy every lazy bitch. You unfamous. You don't do shit. You this. You that. But the minute she calls something to you, oh, you can't say nothing to me. You trans. Or make crack a joke on you. Your homos must not be together. And that, ain't even, and that ain't even like a dig. Like, that's just a fact. If you dealt with anyone who has transitioned, like, hormones is... If you dealt with a woman who's been on menopause, menstrual You cycle, deal with a fucking pregnant woman. You deal with a woman or a man. Let's not just... 
Yeah, if you do it, like make this a a fucking gender issue. People, period, have hormonal imbalances. Not it don't even have to be hormones. A lot of times, people can be fucking chemically imbalanced. You just be somebody that shot the fuck out. We all kind of shot out, in my opinion. We all kind of like a little cuckoo or whatever. It's just different levels, and we have different ways that we can deal with it. You may go take a nap. Azalea Banks log on Twitter, but you know, (laughs) whatever. But girl, shut your ass up. Go Go get you a good wig. And I don't care how this feel. I'm not comfortable with her having all these arguments with all these females. With women. It's not comfortable with me because, like, I understand you're transitioning, but at the end of the day, you still have them nigga hands with that nigga strength that you grew up on all your life. Like, if she swung on Tammy when they got into it that first time, and Tammy gonna call somebody. Walker gonna damn gonna knock her out like that ain't no in the day. I I don't know how all that shit happens like in the court system and something like I understand like that whatever. But you ain't a nigga, but you at the end of the day you gonna be arguing with these females like that either. It ain't cool. Mm-mm. She can go and Betty I can fucking go too for cosigning all that bullshit. And that other little transgender that hopped up in the panel when they was in the audience, she was like, don't bully her, girl. I recognize her from somewhere. I recognize her from somewhere. I feel, I, I don't know where, but I've seen you before. Girl, have I seen you in Linux? Let me know. Y'all messy. Ada, let us know who this Because I have some questions <laughs> like, to Like, I know her. Bitch, I see her somewhere. Man. The funniest thing is, I couldn't tell, like... <laughs> I know you, but I'm sorry. I don't know. Like, that whole thing, and like, we was talking about Karen King's little YouTube show earlier. Deb said that whole situation didn't sit right with her because, number one, they edited it crazy. She was like, number one, I don't get checked. That ain't my personality. I don't like that whole thing. And number two, that ain't we about. Like, we're not about bullying or nothing else. And I don't appreciate her always coming at Tammy. She kind of felt the same way we felt. Like, you're not going to keep coming at Tammy calling her every name in the book and doing whatever the fuck you want to do. If Tammy be like, girl, fix your hairline, Ugh, you're transphobic. No, bitch. Like, mm-mm. it's a clutch. Crutch, a crutch. Nobody got time for that. I'm just over it. Like, can we focus on what's going on since the show is basically centered around the personal lives of these entertainers and these random bitches from Lawrenceville. What's going on in your personal life? Like, do you have a love interest? Do you have, no. like, what are your, do you have, like, what do you like to do? Like, do you have any hobbies? I don't care. Um, Do you, but you know, like, as far as, like, the show is concerned, like, the show, can we get another aspect of you other than being an angry trainee? Uh, maybe I like, shouldn't call you cool. a trainee. I don't know if I'm not trying to be offensive. You know how you niggas are these days. You well, at least they showed by her in the studio that at least she was in the studio this week. I respected that. They was just running out of places to film at. They ain't got nothing to do with that. Like, but that's her field, though. So you can at least respect that. I don't respect shit they got to do with her. What the fuck? Have you not been listening to me for the last 10 minutes? Fuck her. <laughs> I don't got to respect shit. <laughs> Let's get this straight. This is going to be almost like, oh my God. Either you're going to continue to rock with us or you ain't going to like us after this one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't play that shit. I don't, don't got to respect shit. 
Her name ain't Annette. She ain't birthed me. Fuck her. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. And fuck Betty Idol. I hate Next. Betty Idol. Well, did you watch last week's episode? Do you like Tommy? I ain't got nothing to say about this shit. I don't even want to talk about loving hip hop no more. That fucking D Smith bitch, bitch nigga, nigga bitch. I don't even know what to call you. <laughs> and I have nothing against people making that transit. I feel like y'all understand that she is draining. It has nothing to do with whatever and everything to do with her just being out of line and out of place and out of every fucking order that you could possibly be. Everything's a stunt. She's a stunt queen, honey. Try it again. I mean, fuck, fuck loving hip-hop. Like, you know, other than that, like, that's the moment that stuck out the most. Like, just be cool. Like, no one expects you to be, like, a stereotypical, like, a pet. I don't, I don't enjoy when women get on reality television and they may have like a, a gay homeboy and they try to make him like their lap dog or whatever. I don't like that. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad that I, I can appreciate the fact that you know, well, she's not a, a she don't fall into that category, but I can appreciate that she brings another element to the show other than that. But I'm over it. Find something else to talk about. Find another direction. Show us who you are. Show us, like, how you're being active in this community that you go hard for. Like, I'm all about a teachable moment. Give it to us a shut the fuck up. And I just feel like all we're just going to continue to hear is all of these, well, you shouldn't do this and you shouldn't have this type of Ooh, opinion. No, no, no. That's that how it's going to be. So hard, a little scrappy. I forgot that they're going to argue next. Who gives a fuck? That reunion going to be so draining. I'm drained talking about this shit. I'm just going to move on to Black Ink because (laughs) although they are draining on there as well, I could get me some chuckles. Guaranteed. And not even chuckles at the stuff that's funny, but the chuckles at the shit that I'm not supposed to be laughing at. Like, for instance, Donna, the up with the next episode that's coming up. Donna in what's his name? Nahi, Nigeria, Nine. whatever his name is. His girlfriend who is deaf, and, and her and Donna having these words with each other. I'm here for that, and I can't wait for it because did that deaf girl will fuck her up. Yes, I did. I have so many questions. First of all, how does the girl even know? Like Donna talking shit. Can she read lips? Do they have a translator on site? How does that work? Because Donna was talking cash money. And I'm like, that girl ain't swung on her yet. Because that girl, if she, I feel like if she would have known what was being said or whatever, because she just standing there like, she kind of like she was looking off to the side. So Donna like, yeah, and I'll suck and fucking do, you know, whatever the case may be. Old girl was looking off to the side. So I'm assuming she didn't know what was being said because if she would have been looking directly at Donna, it would have been going down. <laughs> Stop. I do know all oh, shit broke loose when Donna told that girl, quit speaking to me with your... No, she said, speak to me with your inside hands. That's when I fucking Listen. lost my damn shit. That when is no so girl, she's 
bitch, you got me fucked up and start doing all that sign language to her, we gonna see you gonna be laughing. Donna, this ain't Maxwell, baby mama. This ain't what you want. And you ain't <sighs> wanted with that. But one thing I can say that was messed up is security. Y'all want to jump in to pull Donna off that girl, but you let that girl steal on her. What was that? That's why Donna was so mad and upset. Donna gets into it with everybody. But she, I don't know, it's because she actually in love with that ASAP nigga, looking nigga, but whatever the case may be, she wanted to put hands and feet on that girl and couldn't because y'all big, burly-ass niggas come jumping in. Let them fight! Where Babs at? Let them fight! <laughs> you get a lick off on me, I deserve to get one off on you. And then we can go our separate ways. Where was all this security? Donna's been arguing with people all season long. Let me tell you, where was all the security when Anya jumped Donna at um that diner last season or two seasons ago? Remember that? That was Donna, or was that? I thought I thought that was like another old shit baby mama. No, I thought she fought Donna. I remember she went outside. Remember she went outside and got her foot ran over by that taxi. I remember that happening, but I thought it was like another baby mom. I thought that no. was Kathy for some reason. I don't. I can't keep up with these <laughs> fucking bitches. Child, like you Donna. know Kathy. Kathy would have ran over her own foot to get her adrenaline running. She wanted them crazy. Wee, 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 wee. I can't keep up with all of these fights. Like what I can keep up is with the fact that Donna wear them stank ass tights all the time. <laughs> Donna, oh my god, girl, is the tights in that fanny pack? What is that fanny pack about? Cause. Somebody help me understand. Donna always got that fanny pack on. I want to fight her now. What's up? <laughs> what do you think is in Donna's I want to fight your fashion sense and your choices. And I was so sad when her twin came up there showing us all of the beauty and clean cleanliness and glory that Donna could be if she just bathed and brushed her teeth. And put on lotion and smell good. You asking too much. I hate you. This the same shit that caught this mega bus for <laughs> 19 hours just to get turned the fuck around. That was the stupidest moment in reality <laughs> TV history. Here goes my portfolio. Let me walk back up the block and go, <laughs> This is trash. That's your sister would have walked the dog on her. Oh, I fight bitches like you in the line at Popeyes all the time. What's up, Weedy? I take bitches like you down Black Friday over rice cookers every year. Who are you? <sighs> Let me unsnap this girdle real quick. These buttons in between my crouch and I'll be back. <laughs> Whoop your ass. That scene was so much. So much. Black Acre is so much. Like, when they gave Oh Shit a prostate exam, I was done. That was the most weirdest. I had so many questions. I'm like, okay, so was this a walk-in clinic? Like, no, that's I, I feel like, like you couldn't offer him a wet one, or like you couldn't say, "Hey, well, he goes." I know. Oh shit, ass was dirty. Or something before we get into this process. You want to change it to a gown, make this more comfortable for you. He's just like, okay, just drop your your pants and whatever else. I don't know if that has something to do with maybe being a physician for years and years and years, but I never want to be that comfortable. 
with anybody where I just or in my own profession. Just like, oh nigga, just let me see your asshole. Like I know you've been walking well, that's how they 15 do blocks. Let me just lube it up real quick and do what I need to do. Child. What's wrong with y'all faves? And that nigga feeling like he, oh, I got so violated. You done had something in your ass before. Stop acting like that. Child, you done had Donna up your ass before, so let's not. Kathy probably definitely did that. Let's not. <laughs> you have Kathy, an Amber Rose moment. Oh, God. You miss me playing in your ass, though? <laughs> <laughs> it was just so much. Like, oh, God. Um, <sighs> I was wondering, actually, where was C's sister that used to work at the shop? When he went down to Florida to see his mom. But other than that, I don't got anything to say about that scene. I'm glad his mom is, you know, pulled through. But I was like, where the other sister at? Did you get excommunicated from the family? What happened? Child, I'm just wondering. Them niggas never get married. Jim Jones and Chrissy gonna get married before season does this. <sighs> Emily and Fabulous how... is gonna get married before them. Oh, God, no. Could you? Could you imagine how tacky Duchess wedding dress is going to be? She's always dressing like she's going to a Quincy era. Um, it's probably going to be a lilac purple with a lace overlay. She's going to have her... Like, everywhere. She's going to have her hair in, like, a barrel roll bun with a flower in it and a tiara that don't... that clashes. She's going to have a lime so green bad. shit. So bad. C suit ain't gonna fit. He gonna wear J's. Sky gonna be in a two piece fashion overdress. Speaking of Sky, Sky, you always setting du- not Duchess, um, Donna up for her <laughs> loss. That's on Donna. Sky just was like, bitch, I'm gonna get a laugh off of you. That's what I feel like. To like, what was the first thing? She was like, oh, you should do this. And she actually went and did it. I can't remember exactly. But she was like, oh, take your ass down to North Carolina. No, the oh, first oh, thing. It was, it was like, that. It was North Carolina. And then she was like, go beat up with Maxwell, baby mama. No, the first thing. The first thing is when she said, oh, just go ahead and do the tattoo. That shows initiative. And Siege came back and he was like, you ain't. Nah, bitch. Remember, that's how she got fired. Sky has set her ass up with that. She was like, girl, just go back there and make some money. And I don't even think that was a set up type of moment. That's just like, you should know better. Like, you're not. You should know better than going to North Carolina to attack, too. To get a job. You should know so. better than to be on fucking television wearing the same fucking tights all the time. Like, Sassy couldn't hook you up. This is why I was saying about coaching. We had to share information. Sassy stay getting new clothes from Karma Loot vendors. And not having to pay for anything. Sassy, you couldn't share the knowledge with your sister? Mm-hmm. Your sister in reality I television? I don't know. Because Sassy been holding on to her, them Havana twists all season. That new girl for something else. Look, she may have length goals that she's trying to reach. I'm not mad at that. Sassy looks like she, she babes. I, can, I, I would give her that. Now the rest of them niggas at Art Tomano, I don't got nothing to say. That naive nigga is nasty. And I keep telling you, it is something seriously wrong with him. Because every time, I, like I said, I don't know, it's because my TV big or whatever. 
That nigga dick is always hard and it's so nasty. He's a perv. Put on some fucking jeans, you perv. I don't want to see him. I don't want to see his gums. I'm tired of his fucking gums and sass. Was that his name from Love and Hip Hop? All them goddamn teeth in his mouth. How many rolls of teeth do Shark have? Don't they have like 15 rolls, something crazy, like teeth in their mouth? That's him. (laughs) Oh, God. Like, I legit fast forward his parts. Like, Like, when they had that little moment or whatever I don't know what was said or anything because I skipped over it because I was like I cannot concentrate all these damn teeth and it's not only that he has a lot of teeth it's just like they just kind of like come out like attack 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 like oh god so that Naeem dude like his gums bother me it's just like I, I, I don't really pay any attention to him too much but I can't wait for his girlfriend to whoop some ass. She crazy. I can tell she just used to banging. Bitch, I will fuck you up. You don't know who you did. De- Listen. <laughs> All of that. Uh, she the deaf bitch Foxy Brown wish she could be. When Foxy must have her get her ass whooped by everybody. <laughs> Listen, Naeem girlfriend the type of chick. She gonna call and cuss Donna out using the, the translator that oh the little the little thing. I remember being at the cost and they'll be like, You have a, a customer who's hearing impaired and I'm representing them and da da da. Hold on, hold on. She's typing her message. Bitch, I will cut you from ear to ear. Hold on, hold on. It's processing, ma'am. Just a second. I will skin you like a fucking animal, you trifling bitch. And Donna dumbass would be stupid enough to sit on the phone and go back and forth. Well, can you let her know that I am not the one. I don't have time for this bullshit. The girlfriend, I will drag. Hold on, it's a couple more A's. Exclamation point, exclamation point. I will drag you, in you this all <laughs> all up and down Linux Ave. Dot, 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 dot. Pull up. It's a game. Think it's a game. Sorry, game misspelling. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. I'm never having any kids. Donna gonna be in her confessional. I don't know why this bitch is always trying me. Like, girl, that little half a bundle ass pink wig just be bouncing in the breeze, boy. That one wig she had wore when she went to see um, Sky and brought her that bottle. Uh, Both of their wigs was horrible. <laughs> that shit that looked like, what was that movie with Halle Berry? Alice or something, whatever. What was oh my called? God, where she was the teller? I mean, when she was the I don't girl. know what the fuck she was. I just know her hair was curly. <laughs> she, 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 she come knocking on people's door looking like Wanda from um, Holiday Heart. Holiday Heart. Girl. Hey, I know it's 7 a.m., but I got this bottle she had that fucking that I stole. What's her name? Rachel Rachel Zozak, the white chick who tend to be black. <laughs> One of her her used her gently used wigs <sighs> that she sold on eBay. Huh, that's on a piece of history. Talk about trolling. Why was on her Twitter today? She was like, "Yes, I'm at Howard with my oldest child. I hope he joins the HBCU family like me." I was crying. <laughs> she ain't trolling. She's just telling her story. Girl, you all right with me. 
Make niggas mad. That's what the fuck you supposed to do. That's what I live for. Live your life. <sighs> Continue to provide entertainment to all of those who need to be entertained. Because I laugh. I don't know why people get outraged. There's so much other shit you should be getting outraged out at in life. Other than somebody that got a sickness, she can go wig. Maybe you need to ask her where she get her wigs from. Because her, her like, single ease twist br- wigs, them be cute. Yeah, I'm be hitting her up. Hmm. Ooh, excuse Who you want to look like? Rachel? <laughs> Adana? I say Rachel. Neither. Neither. Myself. I'm talking about the wig. Oh, Rachel, keep if the I cute wig. I had to wig, go in the wig closet. Yeah, I'm going in the wig closet. But I don't like none of them bitches. I say that respectfully. <sighs> Donna be taking them half wigs and stretching them out to fit her whole scalp. That ain't how they work. Uh, you know the falls? Nah, no, nah. no, 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 no. Let me tell you, because I work, I love a good fall. Let's let's get one thing straight. They make falls a lot more fuller than they used to ten years ago because falls have been out for a very long time. Like half wigs have been out for forever. Like people have been wearing wigs halfway off their damn head and covering the front up with their real hair forever. But um, actually, like manufacturing them has been around for a long time. And I will say earlier when they were being produced, it was like a lot less hair. But now it's no fucking excuse. Like it's too many YouTube tutorials out here, reviews. It's too many uh, beauty gurus or whatever you want to call them on Instagram and everywhere else. If you get a fucked up half wig or whatever, you get a thin one that's on you. You didn't do your proper research and whatever else. But, like, a good half wig is, you gonna have enough hair to cover up your whole head. Like, unless your shit is, like, Jason Kidd's son head. Like, have you ever seen his head? Oh, God, yes. Child, I don't know what kind of wigs you've been looking at in St. Louis. Uh, I don't wear wigs. I'm just talking about from general. Come, come. Know your wigs. You know how sensitive these niggas that listen to this show is. <laughs> you always talking about stuff. You not a woman. Okay, and what kinds of styles you, you no got Okay, I can clip a wig in my hair if I wanted to. So whatever. <laughs> I'm not, not a, a woman, woman, but I know the shade is. I ain't a woman, but I know banana powder abuse when I see it. I know contour versus plastic but... surgery. So. No, we're not going to go in on our list because you guys are beautiful. Whether you're Team Natural or Team Sew This Shit In, y'all get it. It's the rest of these hoes that just come in from off the streets that randomly find us and, like, don't know our personalities. That's one thing I loved about Deb, Anthony, a little... Interview? Interview. I I don't even want to call that shit an interview on KK Show. I just feel like... That's giving it too much credit. That's that's offering a level of legitimacy it doesn't deserve by calling it our interview. It wasn't a sit down. Deb Etney's powwow. I don't know what the fuck to call yeah. it. Real nigga moment. Like, I, I just can't call it an interview. But she was just saying like, hey, I know I'm not for everybody and I'm fine with that. Like, you know. That's what she said. She was like, I be periscoping from the grocery store. I love my fans. I'm not giving y'all my social media because if you don't fuck with me now, I don't need you fucking with me because I don't got time for the negativity. 
Because what I meant to tell you is she was talking about, she was like the old bitch I used to be when they first started going in on me. I was about that action. She said, you know, I've been in. I know how to find an IP address. She was like, I was going to be that bitch to start making me a show, knocking on people doors. Knock, knock, knock. Oh, what was you talking about on Instagram? That would be hilarious. Could you imagine? Damn, it would be, be hilarious bad. until somebody got killed. <laughs> you got to knock on the It would be hilarious right up until the 11th episode when somebody got killed. But other than that, yeah, I'm here for it. Because I mean, look know. at cheaters. That shit, that nigga got stabbed. Maybe he got stabbed on that boat <laughs> by that black couple. <laughs> Listen. Talk shit, get hit. What's up? That would be hilarious to me. Um, What was you talking about you know, on Instagram? People love to give off the air that they are so unbothered. I don't care. I can say what I want to say. What you going to do? Da, 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 da. Then you run up in their face. I don't got time for this. Okay. You know, and the thing about it is I talk shit all the time. We talk shit on this podcast, but if I was to interact with these people in person, I would say, yeah, I said whatever about you. That's I'm not going to be like, oh, I wanna, I'm want to. i going to say whatever about you. What you going to do about it? Da, 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 da. I wouldn't. Basically, I'll let you know, like, yeah, I said whatever about you. That's my opinion or whatever. And the real people, they understand that comes along with the territory or whatever. But one thing about it is I don't bring my opinion or whatever to their space on social media. Like, I'm not going to be following Carly Red on Instagram. It's like, you are, you know you an old bitch, right? Like, no. But, like, that's miserable to me. I got like, I, to do. That's miserable. Like, I have a friend. He legit, he was like, oh, I follow people I don't like so I can laugh at their lives. I was like, you are so miserable. And what are you doing with yours? Child, being a fan. Like Deb Etney said, she said, if you follow me and talk shit about me, that means you did your research. You're not a hater. You a fan. Because right. if I'm hating on you, you, I don't, give, I don't think you At do. the end of the day, like, I tell people all of the time who will be like, oh, I hate this certain website or I hate this certain blogger. Don't go on. You, why do you continue to follow them on social media? Why do you visit their site? Why do you continue to contribute to their bottom line? If you don't like something and you really hate it, don't go over there because even if you hate a site, just by you popping up on their site, that's it. That's ad impressions. That's money in their pocket. Even if it is a couple of cents or whatever, it's money. Like if you same don't stand the, behind what? something, same with these uh, clickbait tweets. Y'all hate or it's like. You follow somebody that you don't like on social media, but when that person goes in, like, their management team puts together all of their social media stats and, oh, they have 2.3 million fans and all these kind of followers and, you know, whatever, when they're trying to pitch them to different companies or outlets or whatever the case may be, you are contributing to their bottom line. They're Mm -hmm. benefiting off of you. Mm-hmm. Even if you don't fucking like us and you sit here and listen, thank you. You helped. You sure do. Cause at the end of the day, they ain't sending out well 85% of these was hate tweets and hate impressions. It's just an impression is an impression. Exactly. So you can like have all of this hostility towards all of these people that uh you probably aren't gonna ever meet. But they're going to go about their business and their lives and continue to do whatever they do. 
And sometimes it can ultimately contribute to their success at whatever they want to get accomplished. So be a part of someone else's vision, I guess. Go for yep. it. Yep. Just stop being draining. It's so many other things you can do than like fucking with people online. Like, it's so much stuff to laugh at. Or like if you want to be involved in the community, like to stand behind and lend your support. You can educate yourself with some shit. You can learn a new skill. So I ask this stuff. on Twitter all the time. I tweet, what did you do to not be draining today? They'd be like, oh, the one person, she was like, oh, I made an herb garden today. That is so cute. They'd be like, pay some bills, watch TV, took a nap, fuck my nigga. Like, simplest thing, clean my house. Oh, I'm saying, y'all talk all that shit. Get, get offline, like, let's take, a, let's take a break sometimes. I have no problem just disappearing. I'm not going to ever apologize for this. I do what I do. You have to know how to just let go. And I'm not even draining. I, I use Twitter for my entertainment. I don't use it as, like, a punching bag. I don't use social media to, like, just, oh... Life is so hard. Life is so sad or whatever. But that's probably because I don't look at my life like that. Even when things don't go my way or whatever, I have my bad days like everyone else. But I'm just like, you know what? I'm not going to try to get online and transfer that energy to my supporters or to, you know, anybody. Because they may be having a shitty day themselves. And then I'm having one and I'm sending whatever type of vibes out in the universe. And that just, like, solidifies how fucked up their day is. Right. Look, I got old episodes of College Hill to watch and Keisha Cole the way it is. Yes. And making the band Brats and Family Values first season to laugh at all this shit to do. I have adult coloring books. (laughs) DIY project. Niggas. I don't get it. So yeah, I guess the overall message for this week's podcast is hold on to your dreams and your vision. Don't let no one stand in the way of your success. Concentrate on what it is that you need to do. Maintain focus and don't be draining. Keys to life. Don't, Major key. AKA Major key. don't be don't be D Smith. <laughs> okay. You never want to be somebody who's like, oh girl, fuck you. Like you could be a lot of things in life. Don't be D. Smith. That's the tagline. <sighs> you be a lot of things in life. Oh, don't be. Go baby watch baby. Shark Tank. <laughs> Go get you some inspiration and watch Shark Tank and, and look at all of the creative people out there in the world and how they're trying to make their dreams become a reality and whatever else. Go do something like that. Don't be Betty Idol. Don't be D. Smith. Don't even be young job because he stays homeless after the fourth episode. Like those are the issues that Mona needs to be bringing to attention with love and hip hop is homelessness is in Atlanta. It's real. Why? Why are these men homeless? Why don't they have their own? Why every season after the fourth episode, young job, young jock is hopping from sofa to sofa. Oh, I got questions. I don't. If you need the money that bad, you could just 
like, I don't know, go sell all of your vinyl jackets with leather pouches on the shoulders and stuff to Rashida and Kurt, and they can kind of give you whatever money. Rashida store, Rashida store, Rashida store. Something. Pressure washing the driveway. There's so much you can do, young jock. You have so many employable skills. Do he know how to do power tools? He could be fixing Rashida and Kurt house <laughs> that ain't been built yet. He can be over there. Well, for a hundred dollars. He's helping Kenya Moore. First of all, that's who we need to be moving in. It's Kenya Moore. What's going on with that young old nigga? They had broke up. We missed that <laughs> week. Listen, she said that nigga crazy, but he got some claws so he can't speak on her. They said that nigga had a psychotic breakdown and she had to get the fuck up out of there. When she posted those broken glasses, I was like, oh, girl. (laughs) (sighs) That nigga 27. What you expect? Mm -mm. I don't even want to talk about that. Because, first of all, I can't give y'all a minute more. Tell Chris to stop being late on my check. (laughs) So this podcast about this. (laughs) I can't give y'all a second more. Stop being late on my check, Chris. I know I live in Georgia and take a couple of days, but it don't take that many days. <laughs> I like messing with Chris. Chris know these jokes, but it's really not. Like they say, there's there's truth in jest. Stop being late on my check, Chris. And I'll stop being late on these podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> the hell? <laughs> you don't try Dwayne like that. Them niggas in New York, I'm pretty sure you probably hand them that check. Here you go, here you go, here you go. Can you shut up? <laughs> that shit, we get it. People like, oh, you talk about how booked you are. <laughs> you don't won't be needing this for another four months. <laughs> Watch well, them edit this part out. Us. Watch them edit this part <laughs> out. They going to be like, oh, they audio fucked up. We had to edit <laughs> out the <laughs> Last week, just- don't fuck with us. <sighs> we ain't get invited to the Christmas party they had. We ain't like never. We ain't get invited to. They ain't even like. They ain't Facetime us in. They ain't like trying to Skype us. Like nobody gonna fuck with us like that. And y'all trying to be on the loudspeaker network? Okay, <laughs> shut up, <laughs> <laughs> nigga. I don't care. <laughs> I told y'all this that episode. <laughs> You're going to be like, wow, y'all really some coons. Or wow, I really get it. The filter is off. (laughs) I ain't holding nothing back. Y'all had early future, not not early future, early early career future. Now it's time for y'all to have Dirty Sprite 2 future. Fuck it. Cut out these clips and promote these. That would be hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) Loud speaker don't fuck with us. Y'all trying to be signed over here. Y'all want to talk about Roots remake slavery? No, I'm playing. It's not bad at all. We love we 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 love loudspeaker. Let me go ahead and coon this up. <laughs> I don't need my check being late another eight weeks. <laughs> I got car insurance to pay with that money. Okay, I be having web hosting to pay. <laughs> oh God. Because, you know, we we joke and we being sarcastic or whatever, but, you know, that doesn't translate all the time online. Uh, they're always complaining. Oh, ooh, they bully Why, why do they... This is reverse racism. Why do they bully Chris? 
what's uh what's Deb Antony's little movement? Um, no, no, no R. R. I. P. No rest. No rest. I said rest. And Chris the plug, he'd be like, huh, you'll never be on a breakfast club. You'll never sit on a panel with <laughs> You'll never do this. You'll never join me for a TED talk. You'll never have be mentioned in my New York Times article. You'll Can never you be a part of my down his resume. He don't want people out here knowing his business like that. <laughs> you'll never make it as a, a footnote on my Wikipedia page when I get it published. <laughs> no, nah, Chris is not like that at all. If he was, we wouldn't be making these type of jokes. Yes, we would. It just, it is what it is. <sighs> nah, because you know what? The thing about it is, like, people are like, oh, I need, I want to, I, I want to start a podcast. I want to join a loudspeaker network. They just look at it like, a white man run that shit. So I know <laughs> everything is everything. That's how people... A lot of people think like that. They won't say it, but fuck, I'm going to say it. A lot of people just like, ooh, the white man giving out checks. I know everything got to be, the grass got to be cleaner on that side. <laughs> okay. Bring your ass over here you want to. <laughs> <sighs> you ain't getting invited to nothing either. You better worry about your own platform. <laughs> you better contact us to figure out how how you could get on iTunes by yourself. You better bring that around 180. Gone, come, girl. Come, come, come. Come, come, come. High five. You a bad bitch for that one. <laughs> <laughs> Don't wait on loudspeaker. Don't wait on nobody. Don't wait for loudspeaker, CBS, whoever. You want to put some shit out, put it out. <sighs> People just automatically think, I join a Network. I'm just going to be in the position. I'm going to be the next Cat Stone. Or I'm going to be the next kid for your Christmas. Be the first you first. Hello. Can we get that? Let me not. This will turn into another hour long conversation. I just, I, it's, don't get me wrong. It's nothing wrong with being inspired by someone else's success. You can please use that as motivation. But at the same time, be the best version of you, people. That, oh, God. And don't feel like you have to get a cosign from somebody. A cosign is helpful, don't get me wrong. Or, like, being a part of a network does have its benefits. We just record, and they do all the dirty work for the most part. It's cool. But, you know, if push came to shove, we could do this ourselves. It's good to have certain skills because then you won't be like a slave to other people. Mm -hmm. It's good to know how to have, understand the back end function of your website, other things. So you don't have to always rely on working with a developer or a designer. And you don't always have to pay every time something goes wrong or you want to change a function or a feature on your site. You can do it yourself. You don't have to necessarily be an expert but if you're going to go after something and make it a craft and a passion, take time out to educate yourself so you know how to do certain things. But that's too much like believing in yourself and understanding your own vision and understanding that it's going to take time to get it done. And people don't want to do that. You just want instant success. Nope. Okay. It don't work like that. You just want to join a network and just think it's about to pop off. Again, no one even Skypes us. No one likes us. <laughs> I ain't gonna say that. They fuck with us. 
But like, really, they just started spelling your name right. Like, oh no, I spelled it. They don't spell my name right. I spelled it right. That's the shade. (laughs) I went in and changed it. So y'all don't fuck with us. Hey guys, no, you can't make the Christmas party, but we can go ahead and Skype y'all in at seven. Nothing. We didn't get a Christmas basket. That them niggas probably ain't getting no Christmas basket either. So I don't feel bad about that. I don't feel bad about anything. Let me stop. These are all jokes. Last thing I need is y'all niggas to try to clock me on anything that you know absolutely nothing about. So yeah, these are jokes. We don't care. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, but yeah, this is this week's podcast. How do you think we did? I think we did good. Y'all can't handle if you can't handle us giving y'all the truth, then y'all don't deserve us. So Oh, well, just know that we didn't charge you for this shit free, so you get what you paid for, right? Blue? (laughs) (laughs) And on that note, make sure you follow us across social media. I'm at Freshalina and Amy Trap House on Instagram. Freshalina on Twitter. Amy Trap House on Instagram. And I am at Sir Ratchiness on all platforms. And don't forget, we have those coaching packages for you coach me up fresh at gmail.com or you can hit that link in my social media bios um also don't forget we offer advertising man come get you some yep and you can hit me up at christian at the chose life.com if you have a boutique a clothing line you want to start up trademark anything product related i got you went to school for it you know, it don't even have to be a whole coaching session. If you just have a couple questions, I'm going to charge you for them. But, hey, it is what it is. Have a budget. A, a, a reasonable budget, people. We can work with you. But, but again, $3 ain't going to cut it. If you can Try, invest you in know. a wig, if you can invest in some lashes. Y'all can go can to see Beyonce in. every four months. But if you can invest, okay, child, you can get Popeyes four days a week. But I was just about to say, you fat bitches really ain't got no excuses from one fat bitch to another. (laughs) Y'all can eat out at Chick fil A and all these other places that adds up. Go to go eat out or whatever a couple times for two weeks. That's like the price of one of my sessions for like a consult. But you got that. You can be fat with your money. <laughs> you got money to do fat shit with. <laughs> okay. Look, I'm not going to beg. <sighs> you fat. You have all the excuses in the world. I'm trans fat. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> okay, Kelly Price. I am trans fat. But no, it's I'm for real. Like, I was just having this conversation with my mom the other day. People make money for what they want to make money for. Like people, you can create a budget for what you want, what you want, like, period. Mm-hmm. And just say you don't want to do it. Like, you know. If you are gonna lie to someone, it should never be yourself. Don't lie to yourself. You don't want to be shit. Just say you don't want to be shit. So but don't get mad at next person for doing what they do. Please don't. Blue.
So, yeah, we're going to go ahead and end this before this is two hours. I've had every intention. I was just like, let's just make this an hour. I don't got shit to say. <laughs> and look well, at us. that was a lie. <laughs> oh, well. So, yeah, check in with y'all later. Bye. Bye. Bye.